You've just found your survival guide for the new reality of business. From technical advances to motivation and leadership, workplace changes are happening all around us. How can CEOs, leaders, and managers accelerate talent development, reshape culture, and succeed with purpose? By seeing what's coming and making the personal and organizational choices to do better. Welcome to the Future Proof Workplace with Linda Sharkey and Morag Barrett. Good afternoon, everybody. Good morning, depending on where you're listening. Welcome to the Future Proof Workplace radio show. My name is Morag Barrett, and I'm looking forward to sharing a very interesting guest and conversation with you today. Linda's actually working with some executives on the Pacific Coast, talking about organizational design and how they can transform their culture for the 21st century. But I am excited because today I have a unique guest. My guest this week is Ilona Selke, an international best-selling author of many books, a seminar leader, a lecturer, musician, and CEO and co-founder of Living From Vision. With more than 30 years of experience, Ilona has inspired thousands of people worldwide to discover the power of their consciousness and create a successful life. Her new book, Dream Big, The Universe is Listening, offers real-life stories of powerful transformation, insights into the true nature of time, space, as well as practical tips anyone can use to shapeshift their lives from the inside out. So, Ilona, welcome to the Future Proof Workplace Radio Show. Hi, I'm super excited to talk with you. You know, although, and what you are asking me to talk is probably the book, but you may or may not know that creating a good environment, work environment, has been my pet peeve. And my husband and I have probably worldwide 46 employees, which is what a mid-sized little company. But we have people in Asia. We have people in the Northwest. We work with our employees in in Europe. Mm -hmm. So we've been working with new models and new tools, which I'm sharing in my book, Dream Big, The Universe is Listening. But I am happy to help you also in regards to creating a better workplace because, you know, the love letters I get from all our employees are phenomenal. And I think Uh that's what we're looking for. Not love letters, you know, but love appreciation letters and people saying, look, if you ever like sell this company and other somebody else takes over, I'm going to quit because this is like so good. It's amazing. So, yes, we have a lot of tools that I describe for personal evolution. Mm-hmm. but it can be applied for business as well. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It's clo- a theme that's close to my heart. And, and I'll be candid. When I yes. started my career way back when, 30 years ago, in the finance industry in the UK, the idea of even using the inference of love in the workplace was a big no-no. Yes. I remember being told yes. it's business, it's not personal. Well, here's what I know and what's close to my heart, which is why I'm excited to talk to you, is it's all about the relationships. And the more yes. that we can show how much we care for and connect with our colleagues, colleagues. That's how, to your point, you create a workplace environment where people want to be versus have to be, where engagement is high, where achieving the business goals now becomes easier because we're working together versus working against each other. So, Ilona, I know you said there you work globally, um, but are you based on an island north of Seattle, is that right? That's where I'm currently at. Yes, that's our home base. It's where 
mothership, so to speak. And numerous different businesses in different parts of the world. One is a retreat center in Bali. Uh, we have, you know, uh, we work globally with coaches, so we train people, and then we have employees who help us support that and make it happen but altogether um the principle and whether i've taught ceos or whether i've taught or doctors or teachers the principle that we need to take into the new world is a new paradigm of reality and quantum physics has actually laid the groundwork for that so what we're doing is not only making a bigger, bigger buck. We're not just being personally happier. We're actually discovering the structure of the universe and the structure and nature of reality. Okay, and so this is a big topic. Yes. It's huge. Yes. Well, why don't yes. we start from the beginning? Obviously, I gave, I gave okay. a little introduction to your background and experience, and I know that you're a successful business owner. You've influenced thousands globally, um, but I know you started from scratch and using these methods early on. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey and the amazing story that you bring uh, in terms of what you've done in your life so far. All right. Okay. So, you know, I started out uh, being born on the planet, which was in the Himalayas. I had German parents who decided they would want to live abroad, and so they did. So I started out with a different kind of a background. My mom studied uh, yoga and meditation in the early 60s, not as a hippie. So I, I had that background, but then she had to start working with dad. And then I grew up in Germany. Well, I love to share this part. I watched I Dream of Genie, and I therefore, I've also written a children's book with leans on another story, Aladdin and the Water Lamp. Mm-hmm. Two of them, and you know, the kids these days, every child thinks they can do magic. And they want mm-hmm. to do magic. And, and if we, and that's what I took as my primary goal in life. I wanted to do magic like Genie did. And so I set out to just <laughs> I set out how to discover how to do this. You know, how does the universe work? And in my book, Dream Big, I also say how to do it. But when I was 10, I discovered the way not. But I thought this is how it's done. I always said, no, universe always gives me what I don't want. You know, every time I say, no, I don't want this, what did I get? I got what I didn't want. And I, I love giving an example of what it is. Even in business, we can do it. If you uh, if fear, we think we don't want to be X, Y, Z, then we have to think first of the X, Y, Z, like the elephant that we're not supposed to think about, right? So not thinking mm-hmm. about the pink elephant is sort of difficult. And I use it as a method, how manifesting, but to manifest my whatever I want it. I said, dear God, universe, you're know it because me and you at work I'm going to test my theorem and I'm not I don't want a bike do not give me a bike for Christmas but you know I had to envision the bike in order to say I don't want a bike mm-hmm. and so when I was 10 I threw it out and proven Christmas time comes around I got my bike that this works so I was you know totally convinced that I figured out the secrets of the universe which was declare what I don't want and then I would get it <laughs> so actually, uh, which is 
Alona, I'm going to interrupt you there because I think the universe is conspiring against us right now, at least technology is. And you're breaking up a little bit. I know we're using the modern wonders of uh, internet connectivity and I'm wondering if there's a possibility you can just walk and talk and perhaps find another location and we'll see how it goes. And then please continue with your story about not the the bike. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So uh, let's see if this is any better. And I am... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I am then discovering my mm-hmm. my newfound freedom, which is talking to the universe. Uh-huh. It's <laughs> so I grow up and I learn. Uh, I've read these books. You are not supposed to say don't, do not. No, the universe doesn't hear any no's. Oh, and I got it. I got what I didn't want only because the universe did not hear the no. So which we can apply in business and. Uh, for those people who are really far out, I'm going to say I had one of my best counsels from a woman who her and her husband were CEO leaders of a company, a huge company in Germany, um, super, super, super big. And they were my clients. They invited me to take children swim with dolphins, handicapped dolphins. Well, unfortunately, this the woman, she was just 40, gorgeous photo model-like type, beautiful soul, died. And in my mind, I imagined talking with her. And at one point, yeah. and take it for whatever it is worth, she said to me, the one concept, oh, so she used some of the techniques we taught. And she told me one of the success events that she had was going into a CEO meeting and doing what I had explained and we trained to do, which is learn how to walk into the self of your future. And you're talking future-proofing your business. Well, walk into the future in your mind, into who you're going to be in a year from now, in five years from now, in 10 years from now, in 100 years from now. Make it your ideal self. Walk into who you might be or will be sooner or later, in your uh-huh. most ideal version of who you think you are. Now, uh, she did that, and she imagined being this radiant, like angelic self, and she talked to this very difficult partner that she had a meeting with, and she had to negotiate something with, and she imagined seeing equally his most evolved self. And she did this quietly by herself before the meeting started. And she imagined being this radiant, powerful, angelic being, meeting this other person and talking to him at this imaginary level. Even in Silver Mind Control, a business book, you can find these techniques. And so she um, has this conversation at this other level. And she finds a way to communicate with that person where he is open, where he receives her ideas. And you know, she walks into the room having pre-experienced her success in advance by honestly believing that some part of her has access to a future self of herself and honestly believing that he does too. And at that level, naturally, he is a greater being and they had uh, an agreement on the inside. So she walks into the room and she writes me back later and she says, it worked. I had never had such an amazing meeting as this one. It flowed. He agreed. We came to an agreement. It was a win-win deal and she was sold. So they then hired me to teach handicapped children and take them to swim with dolphins. And we saw miracles happen. I've spent in another book, I write about it. I've spent over a thousand hours underwater studying dolphins in their natural habitat. Mm -hmm. But 
um, she died. And so I had this imaginary conversation with her. She came to me. And I believe in my world, she really did. Not just my imagination of her. But she said to me one teaching. And she said, well, if you, you know how they say no fear? She said, no doubt. She actually said it this way. She said, absolute certainty. With absolute certainty, you can pre-create the future of your choice. Now, it takes baby steps sometimes to get there because to talk yourself into absolute certainty of something takes a while. And it is best to build your belief, your trust. And that's how you navigate the ship of your business. What you, what you do is you, you go into the imaginary future and ask yourself backwards, how did I get here? Or let the excitement of that future instill inspiration into you. It, it will come to you. Things will align in this point in time because of your conversation of yourself with the future and it's informing your now backwards. So it's like visualization, but going beyond just visualizing success. It's then the, okay, so how do I make that a reality? And it's interesting because I'm sure for many people who are listening, this is outside not only experience, but maybe their comfort zone. And one of the things that Linda and I explore in the Future Proof Workplace book is the fact that our education system is firmly rooted in the 18th century approach of our ABCs of arithmetic, you know, the the logical, pragmatic learning, which is great. We all need that. But this is not the logical pragmatic or at least not least currently coupled into the logical pragmatic learning so how does your average person who's never been exposed to these concepts before apply this understanding of quantum physics to our daily life in order to be more successful well we do break it down we have training classes one of them is called living from vision and people learn step by step we have apps where people practice in the morning 12 minutes in the evening 12 minutes with their imagination with their inner voices and we give ample proof and stories see we call it whole brain thinking what we need to and that's why i said it's a paradigm shift galileo in his times was ousted was made to denounce his discovery not that it was wrong it's just the people weren't ready and they could not conceive of it. And we are similarly now speaking of things that, like you said, universities, generally speaking, don't speak about it. But quantum physics, a hundred years ago, already laid the foundation. Einstein came up with a theoretical experiment to prove this theory wrong, and he proved himself right But after his death in 1984 in the Maryland experiment where they tested and found out that there is a faster-than-light exchange of information and from we have to assume there are these dimensions that are beyond what we now can see with our eyes and we teach people how to tap into it and we yes we we call it whole brain thinking where we integrate three aspects actually not just the left brain not just the right brain but also the limbic brain which fuels really gives power to the energy of your imagination and it is the part that connects to a supersonic universe uh, which is the universe where we can find parallel options of outcomes that most represent uh, the kind of future we can possibly envision 
So just to, to clarify there, for me, in my simple um, way, and I haven't studied biology, but the, the grey matter, the neocortex, is where we live our logical life and probably our conscious life. It's where our language centres reside. It's where our thought processes and knowledge is. But the limbic system that you're referring to is the more um, earlier primitive brain that has the fight or flight response. It's our emotional centres. And we and still don't understand the, how it works, do we? It's, well, and that's yeah, where the power is. Well, it's the three aspects. See, the neocortex goes all around the brain, but mm -hmm. then we have the left hemisphere and the right hemisphere. The left hemisphere is where the language center is. The right hemisphere is where the imagination happens. The people, uh, I mean, let's just say poetry, drawing, painting, uh, all mm -hmm. those kinds of things, they happen more on the right side of the brain. The other more logical, linear things more on the left side of the brain. But we want the integration because what happens when we have a brain that we can charge, we can actually learn through brain exercises to charge both hemispheres. And we have what, what happens then, and Maxwell wrote it up in the 1800s, but we've thrown it out saying, nah, leftover, I don't know, who knows, let's just not deal with it. He discovered scalar informational fields, which ride on top of electromagnetic fields. Now, we just in a very practical way as business owners simply can say, okay, how do I deal with it? I envision and feel and describe in words what I want. So you, you use your left brain, you describe what you want. You use your right brain, you envision it or feel it or in one way, make it an internal experience. And then you go into that very core of yourself where it's the belief, the part of you that says, yes, I can see this happening until you do, until you say okay. it's happening. And in my book, Dream Big, the universe is listening. I start from small miracles to humongous miracles, stories of such magnitude of bending time space where I would go if, you know, I mean, my God, is this really well, possible? Impossible well, realities. Let's explore can, those can stories help. when we come back from break. So you're listening to the Future Proof Workplace Radio Show with Morag Barrett, and our guest this week is Alona Selkie, and we're discussing her book, Dream Big, The Universe is Listening. Stay with us, and we'll be sharing some of those big stories when we come back. Ever wondered if your career will last? Will your job be around in 10 years, 5 years, or even tomorrow? The Future Proof Workplace with Linda Sharkey and Morag Barrett gives you practical tips and tools that are not only fact-based and proven to make you a better leader, but will also ensure that both your organization and career are future-proof. Linda Sharkey and Morag Barrett are sought-out keynote speakers, leadership development and organization experts, and they can help you future-proof your career. To learn more about everything they have to offer you and your organization, visit futureproofworkplace.com. Welcome back. So before we were le uh, left for the break, we were discussing Alona's new book, Dream Big, The Universe is Listening. And Alona, before we took the break, you started to mention something about bending time and space. Well, that's pretty awesome. So tell us more about some of the stories from your book and, and a little bit more about that concept. Well, and that's what I started out saying. We are here about shifting a paradigm. All of us who are alive right now are in the beginning phase of a new era of being human. It is the because what we are talking about will find its way into the common 
era, man's life more and more. And in maybe 100 to 200 years, it will be much more common. Until now, it was suspicious, uh, superstition, religious, prayer, you know, those kinds of mm-hmm. things that people didn't know how does it work, why does it work. Well, mm-hmm. we don't yet have a real explanation. It does appear, though, that and quantum physicists have discovered and they say the observer creates the end result. It's, it's co-creative. It's co-dependent on what the observer expects to see. Now, I can give you that. You can do the research and read in my books. I do describe it a bit in detail. But let me just say we're starting to do what Galileo did 500 years ago. We're doing now. We're saying thoughts change the reality. Let me give you a tiny example, and then I'll Mm -hmm. shift over to a more mind-bending story. Okay, so my husband and we started Meager in Meager. My husband studied music and dance, and I studied philosophy. And he made his money being a chimney sweep. I made my money being a massage therapist. So actually, I was teaching teaching German in a language school, Berlitz language school, but I was making minimum wage, you know, as well. So... um, he wanted to move from where we had met, Baltimore, and I had to fly back to Germany and live in Germany for a year. My mom was dying, and he was moving over. He wanted to move over to Colorado because there were more chimneys to sweep. So he says, okay, <laughs> I don't have, <laughs> I have, you know, you go where the money is. And he says, okay, I don't have yeah. the money right now to move. The Dear God, I need $6,300, he calculated, the cost of shipping everything out there and starting up and having enough to get going for the first month. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like, okay, so what do you do? You, and I'm going to give you the three simple steps, four simple steps everybody can do. If you do one thing, imagine one thing you want to see manifest in your life every morning for five or 10 minutes and just do this. You can, I'm going to give you a free app mm. you can download mm-hmm. and then you can do it with the app at the end of the show. Okay, um, so... He sat down and said, okay, I want $6,300. I needed, in this month, I needed, like, within a time frame that he gave. And he felt like, of course it's going to happen because he just read a book that this should happen. And then he believed it. And so then he just visualized it every morning as if it had already happened. He was getting this check in his hand. Now, this is, I'm going to give you the steps. You describe what you want. You imagine or pre-create it internally. Some of us envision better, some feel better. It doesn't really matter. Just do what you do well to be in that movie of yours. And number three is feel the end result as if you had already completed your mission and it was already happening. It's like, yay, all whatever you dream of is happening. And you feel the yes force in all your bones. It's all it takes, five minutes every day. So he did that. Suddenly, one day, he got a check in the mail from the government. Tax refund, $6,300 to the penny. He's like, but I'm not supposed to get a tax refund. Well, he cashed the check in. He moved. Mm -hmm. He used it. He Mm -hmm. lived. He he got himself set up. He got a bigger business going, more chimneys to sweep. And then another letter. Oh, sorry, we've made a mistake. We need that money back. But meanwhile, he had a thriving business with lots of chimneys to sweep and got uh-huh. the $6,300 back to the government when they Love needed it. it. So it so, was, I call that money out of thin air, you know? 
I love that. that. I know you've got another story you want to tell, but we've had a a question from a listener, which kind of links into this because your husband had the vision. He wanted to move to Colorado and the universe responded by giving him the check. Now, the fact he had to repay it later on is fine, but the universe responded. So the question that's come here was, how do you know if you're seeing the correct future? And I don't know about you, I occasionally have nightmares when I'm dreaming. So what happens if we're, how do you know you've got the right future? And you make sure you're not envisaging the wrong future. Well, like, uh, for example, I mean, there are different ways I can answer that. The right one, you can just, this is how I do it. I move confidently towards my vision and I turn the force over to the higher dimensions. I say, God, you know what? You've got a better overview. Why don't you just, I call it the universe, you know, source. Mm -hmm. Co-create with me, I mean, for the highest good. Because what I have in mind may or may not be the best thing. And you know what? As a matter of fact, I live on Camino Island with my husband, but I did hear and I literally heard in my mind, we should move to Cayman Islands. And so we applied for citizenship. Well, they rejected us. I guess we weren't rich enough at that point. And they said, no, you're too small. Don't worry. I can't come in here. Well, Mm Then, and I'm going to tell you, and this is beyond stretching every, I, I will tell you another magical story, but this technique that I'm going to tell you now is something my husband wrote a book about. It's called the SE5, S-E-5.com. Okay. You can get the book for free from him, S like in Sam, E like in energy, dash like a minus sign, 5.com, S-E-5.com. So we use this device. It's a radionic device, which can be used for dowsing. A person down the street from us here on the island was hired by the California government because their engineers could not find find water water wells. Mm -hmm. And he was hired to find water wells with this device, Mm -hmm. this kind of device. And so he brought them in these, you know, my husband remembers numbers better than I do, thousands of gallons of gushing water in all these places mm-hmm. in the desert. So um, so what we did is we said, okay, where shall we live if not on, not in, not in, on Cayman Islands? Where shall we move to? And so I scanned the map, and there's a particular procedure. You use it like a dowsing equipment, but mm-hmm. then in a minute I can tell you about it's also you can send information. Remember Maxwell that I mentioned earlier? Mm-hmm. He discovered that informational fields are real and they influence matter. If we just knew how to tap into influ- into informational fields, right? Yeah. So I'm scanning America. I'm mapping. Okay, I'm north of Seattle. Oh, great. I'm, I'm getting closer. I'm, oh, no, I'm in the water. Oh, shoot. I don't want to buy a houseboat, I say to Don. <laughs> but I do note that it's right across from Warm Beach. Yes. So right across from Warm Beach. Okay, all right. Well... So we move into Seattle, and it's good for business. It's good for our personal love life. It's good for our spiritual development. It's perfect. All right. You know, I can measure this in advance. I can measure a a location in relationship to the overall effect on my personal life, on my business life. And some areas do better for us than others. Um, Certain, Like when we moved to Hawaii, uh, one person who did the uh, astrocartography, it's called, she said, well, Ilona, will step into the foreground and Don will step into the background. And that's how it was. Don had always been in the foreground. Now he was in the background and I became this huge bestseller and massive amounts of seminars, personality and all that. So I'm scanning the map. I'm winding up in the water. I'm not moving there, but 
as life will unfold, we are invited to a party onto Kameno Island. We think, oh, Kameno, hmm, that's nice. Well, we say, why not? We'll just look around for some real estate. And the lady gets helps yeah. us to find the perfect spot. And she, we say, oh, we're going to build a dome house, Buckshaw Minster Fuller, you know, geodesic yes. dome house. Oh, yeah. oh, she said, oh, that's interesting because right across from you is Warm Beach. And there is another <gasps> geodesic dome. Wow. Yes. So now I look at the map and I go, oh, shoot, right across from Warm Beach, there was an island. And I had landed right on the beach, but I wasn't. The map was on the, on the next page. They put mm -hmm. the water and then the island on the next page. So I didn't know. But I had luckily memorized the, the beach that we were supposed to live across from, which is yep. uh, how we found the perfect spot for our home and our business location. Now, I'm mentioning this because although it is far out, this has been technology that's been around for 100 years, and we've worked with it for 30 years. And just last year, a company in China who has 150 units of these has finished a study with 40,000 people, hospital studies, where they did a before and after test and incurred a 85% success rate in eliminating the suffering, whatever they were working yes. on. And these were downright normal problems. Um, we only speak about shifting informational fields. And so this is why I'm talking about we're about to shift the paradigm understanding of what reality is about because we think we have nuts and bolts. And yes, I do recommend taking one step after the other. Mm -hmm. But it's best if we understand what possibility, what yep. kind of a reality we have. Because if you understand that the universe is listening, you live potentially oh. with a much more expansive perspective and you can talk to a greater source than yourself to get things done. So there I'm a go. late bloomer when it comes to this. I can safely say that in my 20s, 30s, and I'll even go with my 40s, I was a big skeptic. But as I now reached my 50s, and I'll put that out to the world and universe, I'm becoming more aware that there is something that connects us. Because I've lost track of the number of times where I'm thinking about somebody and literally the phone rings. Right. Or, um, you know, somebody says, do you know somebody who's looking for somebody in this expertise or the answer to this question? And I'll go, no. And then the following week, it is literally yes. presented in my lap. So there is yes. something that we have yet to be able truly to articulate, but I'm more right. open to understanding how do we tap in and what, what have we all got to lose as listeners if it's, if it's picturing the future state we want, Phil. if it's yes. then fit and, and then stepping back from how do I step into that baby steps along the way, but remain open to other doors and options as they are presented. But that story about finding yourself across from the beach and the islands, it's, it's another example of just you have to be vigilant, you have to imagine it, and it will present itself. Yes, and what we had wanted to experience and the kind of qualities that... I remember living in Hawaii saying jokingly, I'm, I want my own ashram. I, I want something <laughs> like breakfast yeah. on ashram. Well, then we happened to give a seminar in Bali to one of my students. At, she, had, she had taken the Living from Vision course where we describe all the baby steps to take. And it's uh, people, you know, become superstars with it. I mean, we've taken people who were unemployed down. Uh, not We have not taken, look, they've taken themselves. They did what we said to do. And they followed the recipe and baked a phenomenal uh, cake or dinner, whatever you want to mm -hmm. say. Created themselves to be out there on the top magazines in top best-selling positions, numerous people 
have, we've rescued people who were suicidal. We haven't rescued, no. They did the job. They simply followed the steps that we said will work. Because, and this is the trick, it's a recipe that gets you to connect to your own higher sources without making it woo-woo. You, I mean, in, in Living from Vision, we describe, you know, how, and we utilize the playful mind, we utilize uh, the rational mind, we give explanations, but we also dream, and we do small exercises that build on each other and learn also, and this is foremost, what to do when we have doubts, what to do when we fear things, when yes. we're angry, when we're feeling hurt. And it's, you know, we are an art piece and project. We're not going to jump from point A to point Z overnight unless we believe in it. If we, and this is a story I was going to tell you, Yes. The magical times. I mean, I have numerous of them in my book, but uh, this is, uh, well, I like sharing this because it tells you a little bit of how amazing time space is. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I want to get across to people is like dare to dream and talk to the universe, talk to the source. Okay, so tell yes. us the story. Yeah, so here we are. Don and I are, as I said, doing dolphin swim seminars and we're off to fly to uh, Florida and um, we're leaving Seattle and we're flying into Dallas, Washington, D.C. airport. And then we fly to Miami and then we take a car and we arrive on time for the next day to start. All right. So we're flying and we're almost to Dallas and we're being put into a holding pattern because of thunderstorms. Mm-hmm. Well, the thunderstorms are not letting up. The pediatrician to my right tells me in great detail how every summer he has the same horror experience. Uh, He's being delayed. He's being shipped to Baltimore because that's where we're going to be landing. He already has the whole future laid out for me. And I will be forget we'll forget about catching my flight because I'll be in Baltimore, then going with a bus to DC, and then being put on an airplane, whichever one is available in which everyone has space with everybody being delayed. And then probably not tomorrow, but sometime I'll be arriving at my destination. And you know how we feel about doctors, right? When they say things, you know? Yeah. So I said, so I said, so no, to make matters worse, uh, they had that little, you know, video player in front of me with the rerouting from DC to Baltimore. So we're flying into Baltimore. That's where we had met. And you know, who knows what the bigger picture is. I said, Dear God, unless I am meant to be in Baltimore, please let me land in Washington, D.C. And I did these following steps. I closed my eyes. After all, I had just physically read the book, Time Shifting. So I said, look, if she talks about it, let's test it. Mm -hmm. And she can do it. I can do it. (laughs) And so I close my eyes and I pretend I'm actually landing in D.C. And I pretend that I'm going to get my onward flight just as I'm supposed to. And just to make matters really good, I congratulate Don and turn in my mind to him and shake his hand when we're landing to say, yes, we landed in D.C. Well, we're announcing, tighten your seatbelts, we're landing, we land. I clap, take Don's hand and grasp it and say, congratulations, we're in Baltimore. I know we're in Washington, D.C. And that's what I was supposed to. That's what I was feeling, right? Mm-hmm. The announcement yep. comes. Announcement comes and says, "Welcome to Baltimore." The picture in front of me said, "We're landed in Baltimore." The doctor next to me said, "Yep, that, what did I tell you? That's how it's going to go. Bad story. Now you're going to have to catch a bus." I mean, they would shuttle us. He said, 
I'm like going, no, 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 no. Universe, you didn't hear me right. I said. <laughs> speak louder and slower. I'm like, what did I not get? And so I go, okay, God, universe, what did I do wrong? And the answer was in a flash. You congratulated yourself before your actual success. Oh, you're right. Oh, I'm so sorry. I said, I'm so sorry. I really did that. A bad boo-boo. I won't do that again. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, mm-hmm. sorry. How can, can we do this again? Like, let's take two. In my mind, mind you, we are taxiing to the to the gateway, right? Yeah. I am imagining that we are arriving in D.C. and I'm bargaining with God and saying, dear universe, we are going to be spending so much money uselessly. All these people, we have to reticket all of them. I mean, is this really necessary? Come on. Wouldn't it be much easier if we were like in D.C. right now? And me, by the way, punctually at the beginning of my seminar, and yeah. honest to God, on my silly little conversation here with my universe seemed to fruit. I had the feeling as if the universe said yes. And I said, look, I know this is possibly my ego talking, so make sure that only the highest and best good thing will evolve. I mean, whatever my personal needs are, make them second to the best outcome for the highest good. It's always a nice thing to say when you have ideas of what you want to manifest, right? We never know if our personal will is that or not. So at any rate, here we are taxing, and suddenly an announcement comes on. Well, uh-huh. suddenly the announcement says, oh, we were just told that we actually did land in Washington, D.C. They are befuddled. Everybody's befuddled. We all clap, and it's like, hallelujah, it's the biggest miracle in time space and i'm like turning over to don and shake his hand after the fact that i've been confirmed the 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 satisfactional outcome that we did land in dc now the doctor next to me was befuddled the map in front of me had been wrong and the person who was told or was told we were landing in baltimore was befuddled as to why we were in dc now Mm -hmm. now I have had so many of these kinds of things that I've also some of them chronicled in my books, different books, Wisdom of the Dolphins is one of them, where I am sharing these just to say, guys, girls, we don't live in the universe of the 18th century. We are living in a new universe. And if I can do it, you can do it. And as a matter of fact, in the Bible, Jesus told everybody, my God, if we want to quote some ancient teachings, 2,000 year old, he said, this and bigger things you can do. So why not, right? So I described this, actually got into a story with Jack Canfield's book. Uh, the oh, Big Chicken Soup. Soup for the Soul, is that? Or yeah. he's the author of it, I recognize. Yeah, yeah. He and he, I co-authored with him in a book, The Big Secret, and that story made it into that book. Ah, yes. Yeah. And see what the story does, besides I walk people through the steps. So you sit down and you say, wait a second, I didn't like this movie. Let mm-hmm. me step out of this movie. It's just as that, like, like you would right. do a bad movie that you don't want to watch. And you go, wait, it's just a scary movie. It's not really happening. And then you go, what do I really want to feel? And maybe in your own mind, you conjure up a more positive thing. You take a breath and you choose what you really want to experience. And to the degree, and this is the secret, to the degree that you can feel it as if it has already happened. And when you go like, yeah, I'm comfortable with that. I like it. Yes, I can feel it happening. It's true. It can be true. And I would be okay if it were true. That's when it will happen. Whether small miracles or large miracles. 
So it's fascinating. So before, because we're coming towards the end of the show, so I want to make sure that people have the opportunity to get hold of resources that can help them on their journey. So I know that you have some free tools to help all of us practice some of these things that we've been talking about. So how and where do people go and what do they get when they go there? (laughs) Okay. All right. The very first thing is probably to get a pen and paper and write down my name. It's Ilona Selke. It's I L O. N-A-S, like in star, E-L-K-E, dot com, IlonaSelke.com. From my website, you can get a free app, which will guide you through guided meditation in the morning about 10 minutes, in the evening about 10 minutes, to start your day with focus, but utilizing that magical connection to your imaginary mind, but pre-creating your success from the inside out. And then also... Ending your day on a good note, being in gratitude, raising your uh, stakes and being appreciative of what actually is working well. And so this app is for free. You can download it when you go to ilonaselki.com. And the other resource is the Living from Vision course. Um, when you go to that site, livingfromvision.com, you mm-hmm. can download my book. It's called Living in a Holographic Universe. It was previously published as Wisdom of the Dolphins. It's dolphin stories integrated with understanding mir- miracle stories of how consciousness shifts things. Uh, but we love stories. You know, humans love reading stories and understand more of what's behind the scenes by reading a story with pictures My book, Dream Big, is available on Amazon on Kindle or as a print book. Kindle is right now still super cheap, only $4.95. So go to Amazon and type in Dream Big, the universe is listening. So whether you... I was going to say, lots of resources there to help people get underway. And I like the idea of starting and finishing the day with the guided meditation and the feeling of gratitude for what I have. But this is going to bring me back to a question and a theme that came out through your book. When you say dream big, the universe is listening, the title of the book, is the implication then that we need bigger dreams, much like bigger houses or bigger cars seem to be the driving force for many people? Well, actually, it is a good question because in the book, The Flow, People studied uh, happiness and researched what made people happy. And what makes us happy is to grow beyond our current boundary. And it doesn't matter if I'm tiny and I'm a tiny bit bigger, I will, if I expand beyond my current horizons, if I discover something more than what I've already known, that's when happiness sets in. And oftentimes what I hear, the biggest complaint I hear from people is that they feel like they've settled in, they've made do. They adjust to what is being asked of them and they react to what is needed and not what they want. And instead, I suggest we sit down and listen to our soul and start dreaming because it's in dreaming beyond our current expanse that we grow and feel like we're fulfilling our purpose. And that's when happiness sets in. So we're coming to the last couple of minutes. So is there one final message you'd like to share? Maybe something you'd have told your younger self um, now when you were starting out. I love that question. That's beautiful. Well, I would actually say do dare to dream. Dare to dream. But then I would say the universe is listening. So start talking to the universe. Start setting up your personal conversation with the source. There is 
it's there is a magical power when we direct our attention to the center and assume that some force or whatever is actually listening and is there to say yes to us. So dream big, dream big. the universe is listening. Yes. <laughs> so may I be audacious? Is this like birthday wishes? What is your yeah. audacious dream big that you have right now that you can share? Okay, well, I do have, and that's uh, in my heart of hearts, to affect millions of people. Actually, not just uh, be known to, but really uplift millions of people. And I had a number in my heart when I was a younger soul, a younger person, about nine to ten million people that actually make a change in their life and start communicating with the source and really discover the magic of their consciousness interacting with reality. So that's where I'm at. Okay. Well, Ilona Selke, you have been a fascinating guest. I have enjoyed listening to your stories. I've enjoyed our conversation. Thank you very much for joining me on I the Future Proof Workplace. <laughs> so hey. I will, we will make sure that everybody who's listening gets um, all of your contact information. But as a reminder, you can find Ilona's information at her website, Ilona Selke. That's I-L-O-H-N-A-S-E-L. K-E. Sorry, I put an H I, in there. Yeah, no, <gasps> Let's do that again. I-L-O-N-A. I-L-O-N-A. S-E-L-K-E. Ilona Selke. Dot com. And her book, Dream Big, The Universe is Listening, is available in all formats. So get your hands on it. So yes. to everybody who is listening, thank you for joining us today. Make sure to join us next week for another engaging conversation. And remember that the future of work is not tomorrow. The future of work is today. Are you ready? This has been the Future Proof Workplace with Linda Sharkey and Morag Barrett. To learn about the hosts or to get more resources on future-proofing your organization, visit futureproofworkplace.com. Thanks for listening.